You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Without further ado, let's bring in Dave Spadaro. He does a phenomenal job covering the Eagles, part of their broadcast team. Dave, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Hopefully you're having a great weekend. Welcome in. Happy Thanksgiving, Anita. I am having a great weekend. Glad to be with you and excited for this game tomorrow that uh, suddenly has some significant relevance for the Philadelphia Eagles, for sure. It, it does. It does. I mean, let's, let's dive right into it. You know, like kind of break it down for us, this new offense, right? 870 rushing yards in the last four games. It's, it's really been remarkable. Um, what, you know, give us the background. When, why did it change? Whose philosophy is it? Was yeah. this the game plan all yeah. along? Like break it down for us, Dave. Well, they actually came into the season running the football, having good balance in the win over Atlanta to open the year. And then they ran the ball a lot against San Francisco, lost the game. Um, And then, you know, it kind of just went, you know, they they played well against the Chiefs offensively. They played very poorly against the Cowboys and against the Raiders, and it kind of all fell apart. Then they uh, had a little come-to-Jesus meeting, I think, on the flight back from from Vegas and uh, had the Detroit Lions the next week. Um, At the time, the offensive line, which had four different starting combinations in the first five games, got healthy with Lane Johnson uh, coming back to play right tackle. They still have two backup guards playing, two young guys. And then they just started grounding and pounding and having really great balance and having tremendous success. You know, they've got a good group of running backs. And I think Nick and Nick's always talked about, Nick Sirianni, the head coach, always talked about adapting his philosophy to the personnel. And the personnel is very much tilted in favor of a big, strong athletic, road-grading at times, physical, dominating offensive line. And so that's what they've been riding uh, these, these last four weeks, three wins in the last four games, running the football, averaging 217 yards on the ground. It helps a lot when your quarterback is as versatile as Jalen Hurts. Um, but they've gotten great mileage out of Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell. It's, it's been quite a revelation to see this offense turn things around. It, it really has. They're fun to watch. Folks who have Jalen Hurts on their fantasy roster, God bless you. Uh, he's definitely been helping you win some football matchups on your fantasy team. Um, you know, in, in regard to this, this new style, right? Like, do you feel that at some point in time, defenses are going to have enough tape, enough film to counter? Or do you think that this is so fresh, this is so new, this is so different that – defenses aren't going to be able to catch up with this team until next year. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, curious well, because I, mean, I think look, that's, that's I, going to be a big I, key, I Dave. Yeah, I, I mean, the Eagles had the number one rushing defense in the league last week, the Saints, and they carved them up for 242. So um, they can watch all the film they want. they got to beat the offensive line, and it's a really good offensive line. So I don't think it's a matter of Eagles surprising anybody. It's not like this incredibly intricate new wave Chip Kelly kind of offense. It's just they're running the football. And when you combine it with a quarterback who gives you the most multiplicity, a la Lamar Jackson, I mean, nobody's caught up to the Ravens because they just do it really well. Well, right now the Eagles are doing it really well. Now, look, will there be a time when teams just load the box and make Jalen win with receivers going one-on-one? Probably. But they've also made big plays in the passing game. They've got a, a very prized number one draft pick in Devontae Smith. Their tight end, Dallas Goddard, is one that maybe not a lot of people know about because he's been playing in the shadow of Zach Ertz for the last three years. Uh, mm-hmm. But now Zach is in Arizona. Goddard is the guy, and he's really, really talented. So there are weapons in the passing game, too. 
Again, Dave Spadaro joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. And, you know, you look at this division, and, of course, on Thursday you watch the Dallas Cowboys play. Boy, uh, you know, that's, that's a Raiders team. They're reeling themselves. Their offense have not, has not been what it was at the start of the season after they lost rugs and they put up 36 points, of course, in overtime against the Dallas Cowboys. So I would imagine that the Eagles are coming in not only with this exciting new style of offense that they've been playing for the past four or five weeks, but also – uh, with with some hope and some confidence that you know what maybe we can win this division right yeah I don't think they're thinking that actually need I think that they're 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 a five and six football team I don't I think that would be the worst thing that they can think about is looking ahead they they know that the Giants tomorrow even though the Giants are three and seven it's always a crazy game Giants are talented offensively they've got the new offensive play caller in Freddie Kitchens they uh, they, they, they if they look ahead then shame on the Philadelphia Eagles but, to 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 project that far is just kind of ridiculous, and so we'll see. First year head coach, second year quarterback, enjoying a bit of prosperity here. Three wins in four games. They handled the the really tough times this year well. They stayed together. They didn't point fingers. Now let's see how they handle these prosperous moments. Dave, let's take a look on the opposite side of the ball uh, and and defensively. You know, I, I know it's led with, with Fletcher Cox, as you said. Jason Garrett no longer calling the plays. You say Freddie Kitchens. I believe it's going to be Freddie Kitchens, but from what we understand, it's going to be a collaborative effort uh, in regard yeah. to. I, I don't. I don't quite understand how that's going Who's to work. Be, but when it's third, yeah, when it's third and one in a big moment, not, they're not going to be calling a powwow on the sidelines. Right. No, you call it. No, you call it. No, what what do you have? We only have twenty five seconds to get the play in. What do you have? What do you I just I I think the whole thing's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But but look, I don't blame them because that's the way the league is. Everybody's looking for that quote unquote competitive advantage. So if the if the Giants think they're getting competitive advantage by not naming who it is, that's fine. I mean there's just I I look, they got home from Tampa, they fired Jason Garrett, they had a walkthrough on Wednesday. They had a normal but light practice on Thursday and then a red zone on Friday. How much without Saquon practicing, you know, without Kadarius Tony practicing, uh, exactly how much can they change with very limited practice time? I-, I say there might be a situation where they change and go away from a tendency, but I don't think they're going to have wholesale changes. I, think, I just don't think there's enough time. Uh, before we let you go, Darius Slay, everything I'm hearing, concussion, thumbs up. He's going to play. He's going to be active. He's going to be good for tomorrow. Yeah, he'll go, and likely we'll see a lot of Kenny Galladay, his former teammate in Detroit. Slay has been big playmaker, big time, three touchdown returns, two on fumbles in the last four weeks. So it's been a joy to watch him. The defense is taking the football away. They real The problem with the defense, Anita, has been they've been too generous and Five quarterbacks have completed 80% of their passes in games against the Eagles, where they just haven't generated a pass rush. They haven't blitzed a lot. They've picked up on that a bit more. Um, and they put more pressure on the quarterback. So, really, the Giants' offensive line, which has been beleaguered, if they can somehow hold up against the Eagles' front, which is a good front, um, then the Giants have a chance to, to establish something offensively. If not, seems to me it would be a same old, same old for Daniel Jones running a little bit for his life uh, because the Eagles will go after him. Uh, Dallas Goddard, some prop bets out there really quick. Dallas Goddard over four and a half receptions, over 42 and a half receiving yards. Miles Sanders over 48 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I would take the over on both of those. I mean, they're yeah. kind of low. I don't I mean, look, those, 
those lines makers know a lot more than I do, but they just seem a little bit low to me because I think Miles will get a bunch of touches tomorrow. Great stuff as always, Dave. Please know how much I appreciate your time, especially on a Saturday afternoon. Um, happy Anytime. holidays to you. And Love it. To, happy holidays you to you. Too, and yours. You got it. We got the Giants got coming Dave. up again, so let's do it. See ya. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.